Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, guys. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I was reading something on Facebook that one of my followers or friends posted on Facebook and they said the weekend is starting to feel like a 30 minute nap and that is so true the weekend went by too fast for me I hope you guys are having a wonderful day so far with that being said let's get started obviously I am junior host and today I have Oliver he is actually outside barking the UPS man is not here but they're barking at the wind, I guess. I don't know. It's a small dog syndrome type thing. So today I wanted to talk about another cat, obviously, because the um, Humane Society that I am donating to this this these past two months has a lot of cats. I actually went there a few weeks ago, took some more pictures of cats for them to try to get them adopted but anyway so I wanted to do another cat and I know there are a lot of cats out there but I just trying to find the perfect one that people would remember so I found the perfect one um, I didn't find as much information as I would love to have found but we're gonna go with this information because everybody's gonna remember this cat so with that being said let's begin so this cat's name, full name, given name, was SGC Belfry Ted Nugent. He was named after the rock guitarist Ted Nugent, if you're wondering. I thought of like the insurance guy. No, it wasn't like an insurance guy. He was like the lawyer that did accidents, but that was actually Ken Nugent. But anyway, his name is Ted Nugent. Everybody call him Ted Nugent. We're going to drop the first part of it. Ted was a sphinx cat and I don't know if you guys know about sphinx cats or not um, to me they're the ugliest cats I've ever seen in my life they originated in Canada in the 1960s and basically these cats were, were basically a genetic mutation and that's how these cats came about can you see where I'm going with this anyway these cats don't have hair well, they do have hair, but they call it what they call a down hair, which it's like fuzzy hair, like a little fuzzy hair, and um, it's real, real soft to the touch. So, like I said, they originated in Canada in 1960 because of a mutation, but a lot of people think of like the Egyptian, Egyptian cats just because they kind of sort of look similar if you look at pictures from back then and how they imagine Egyptian cats to look um, so a lot of people can like oh they came from Egypt and they actually didn't from what I was reading about these cats they're like susceptible to everything and I was reading that you had to bathe them often like one place I read that you have to you have to breed them you have to bathe them like once a week because of the oils in their skin and then to top it all off they actually these cats I've read where they cost anywhere I've seen 500 all the way up to 1500 and you know as well as I do 
I know with dogs anyway, like you can buy a $500 dog or you can buy a $1,500 dog. I mean, you can buy more than that. But, you know, just like I was saying is like you can buy the same breed depending on like the genetics and everything like that. So I'm sure that's probably right. I bet you they're probably more than that. I bet you you could probably find a Sphinx for more than that. But anyway, $500 to $1,500 is what I found online for a Sphinx cat. So the breeder of um, Ted Nugent was out of Belfry Cattery, and her name was Michelle Burge. I hope I'm saying her last name right. I've heard it said two different ways. But she was out of California, out of Belfry Cattery, and she bred Sphinx cats. And supposedly Sphinx cats are hard to breed to because of all the sicknesses and stuff. But I was sitting there thinking, well, duh, they're freaking a genetic mutation. Of course they're going to be hard to reproduce a genetic mutation. But anyways, again, I, I am joking about these cats. I mean, they're cute. I will give them that. They are cute. I would not own one. But there are a lot of people that like these cats. They're, I was reading that there's, there's only about 1,500 around but people that have these cats love them and I don't if you don't know what a sphinx looks like I, I'm sure everybody's seen friends and in one episode um uh Jennifer Aniston brings home a cat and it's on a little pillow and they're all like oh my god what is that yeah that is a sphinx cat they're hairless and they a lot of times you'll see pictures of them where they're pink but I, when I was looking they're 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 actually different colors. You can actually, they're grays and some are whites and some have that pinky, pinky skin coloring, but um, they actually aren't just one color. I actually could not find where, um, or excuse me, when Ted was actually born, but when I was looking at Michelle, something pretty neat about her, um, she was the breeder, was that she was actually allowed um, a group to do some research for muscle dystrophy with her her cats. Obviously, it was nothing that harmed the cats, but just do some research on that for cats, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, There's very few things that I did find, but I found that, and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. She was trying to help out the breed. So not only does Michelle help this breed and trying to figure out muscle dystrophy and other genetic things that could be going on with the cat. She is taking Ted and entering him in like cat shows that um, he ends up being a champion in. And I'm not sure what cat shows and how many times he was considered the champion of the show, but he was. He was actually a champion Sphinx cat for Michelle. At one point, I'm not sure exactly when that was, but they decided to, they, when I say they, I'm guessing Michelle's like, hey, let's make him a movie star? I, I didn't understand how they went from one to the other, but he began his basically movie slash te television career. So his premiere on the big screen in his first movie he was actually cast for a role that was supposed to be played by a dog. 
But they love them some Ted, and they cast Ted for this movie. Ted's movie that he was in, he played Mr. Bigglesworth from the 1997 Austin Powers movie, International Man of Mystery. So, Mr. Ted was the kitty sitting in Dr. Evil's lap in a lot of the movie. It was kind of cute. They said that the cat really liked Michael Myers, and so he would actually fall asleep in his lap and stuff. It, it was really cool. They kind of had like a little bond thing going in that movie. Obviously, the cat in the movie didn't do much, but sit in the lap most of the time, but he was memorable. Everybody remembers that cat, and if you had never seen his Sphinx before, you were like, oh my gosh, but it's a weird storyline, the whole Austin Powers series, um, but basically this cat supposedly had hair at one time, and then uh, incident happened, and the cat loses his hair, but obviously the cat wasn't shaved or anything like that. It was a Sphinx cat, which was played by Ted. In 1999, he was actually named Cat of the Year by Cat Magazine. After that, Mr. Ted would go on and star or have roles in different TV commercials and ad campaigns. Um, I mentioned Friends earlier where Jennifer Aniston had that cat, brought that cat home. And that cat was actually one of Ted's children. Um, it wasn't actually Ted himself. And I've been, I was reading, like, obviously Ted played in the first um, Austin Powers movie, The International Man of Mystery, but obviously there were sequels to it. And when I was reading, it said that Ted had guest appearances in it, like he appeared some in there, but most of, mostly it was his children that actually played roles in the series, the sequel movies. After the movie came out, obviously the Sphinx cat was thought about a lot more. And in 1997, Aerosmith actually put out a album called Nine Lives, and there's actually a cat picture on it. It's like it's kind of like a cartoon picture, but anyway, the the thought of it was of a Sphinx cat, and also artists and stuff started looking at the Sphinx cats as like using them for models. Can you imagine using a Sphinx cat for models? But that's what they were doing at the time, back in 1997. Because of how popular the Sphinx cat became, the studio actually had a new line of products just for Mr. Bigglesworth, or Ted, you could say. They were selling hats and t-shirts and stuffed animals that had Mr. Bigglesworth on them. It was pretty crazy. Ted would go on, like I said, and do commercial and ads after, and there's a question on whether he was actually in the other movies, but I know he didn't play the major role of in the sequels to Austin Powers. Um, Ted would actually pass away in 2010. I couldn't find an exact date, but if you look at it, I mean, that's Austin Powers came out in 1997, and 2010, that's 13 years that this cat lived. That's a really long time, seeing how when I mentioned first, they said 8 to 14 years is their lifespan, and we don't know how old he was when he starred 
in Austin Powers in 1997. So he lived a really, really good life. I don't know if a lot of people will remember Austin Powers and everything that went on in the movie, but they dang sure will remember that cat. So that is why I did the story of Ted today, or Mr. Bigglesworth, for those who watched Austin Powers. So I try to give you guys some positive after each one of these podcasts. And I'm thinking about this cat this week. And just how I personally would never own one of these cats. And that that's okay. To each is their own. And that's that's basically what I'm going to talk about today. Is I personally would never have one of these cats. I personally do not think they are cute. They're cute, but in... Uh, they're so ugly they're cute to me but for some people these cats are it they love these cats they're very affectionate they're just these people that love sphinx cats are just all about them kind of like I am about mastiffs which some people think that they're ugly so think about this in life whenever you're going through life there are going to be people that are not going to like you. They're not going to like what you're about. They're not going to like the person you are. That's okay. It's okay for not everybody to like you. It's okay for you not to get along with everybody. That's how you figure out who your tribal people are. That's how you figure out who you are meant to be with in life. It's who you are meant to be in general. You were made to be a special way. You were made to be who you are. Don't try to be something that you're not. And just remember that the right people for you are out there. So just remember that when you're going through life and going through your day this week. Just remember that you were meant to be who you were supposed to be. That there is a special purpose for you and that there is a reason you are the way you are. And it's not a bad thing. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. I will see you on Monday. And always remember, be great and dream big.